which Spider-Man storyline would you say was up there for you? One of your favourites, one that you would like to see on the on the big screen. This is in no way a loaded question. <laughs> um, I um, I don't know because originally I would have loved to have seen uh, uh, the Clone Saga. Oh, okay. But um, after what you said to me. Um, some time ago. Oh, what did I say? What did what did what did the smart guy say? <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> you said that, uh, and you were right. That there's no way they could do that that whole story justice in one film. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe over the course of a series, possibly, but they'd have to. I mean, the the, the comic, the story in the comics takes place over a, a long period of time, and they'd need maybe if they did it as a, in. A TV series, it maybe have to be the second series and then revisit it on like the fourth or fifth yeah, series. Yeah, right. Um, they couldn't do it in film. Sounds quite. It's it's a convoluted storyline. It's a big storyline. There's a lot going on. It's a massive. Story I put it line. to you. One of the most reviled comic storylines <laughs> in history. Yeah, people hate it. <laughs> yes, that's what I've read. I love um, it. You it gave us the Scarlet Spider. I know who's a cool character. And the twists. Yeah. The twist on the twist. Brilliant. I, I, I don't know that much about it. What's oh, the I twist tell on you. the twist? Well, the tw- the twist was that um, basically Pete. Um, they decide that uh, speed, um, Speeder, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Ben Riley is the clone. Okay. He goes off to become the Scarlet Spider. Years later, um, Ben Riley reappears with information and evidence that he is actually the real Peter Parker. Oh, no. And that the Peter, the one that's been living as Peter Parker for the past however is long a clone. is a clone. Ooh. And then the twist on the twist, yeah. you later find out that they were right the first time. Oh, well... What greatness. The story took place between 94 and 96, Mm -hmm. so a two-year saga, and uh, they cite that for Marvel becoming bankrupt um, during that time. They they say it was a period of bad decisions being made, and that that particular decision to do the Clone Saga was the, the, the cherry on top. Who, who, did it say who was in charge? I I don't I don't know who was in charge at the time. I can't remember his name. Ah, oh, I've I've just finished reading um, Marvel: The Untold Story. Okay, I've literally finished it today, and that takes you through uh, the well, Marvel the, as a business. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. The, okay. the uh, behind the scenes, cool. if you like, uh, right from you know day one when it was um, owned by Timely Comics and before it became Marvel. Right, um, and it was. I can't remember his name, but there was one one guy who was one of the managers there who was um, he was one he liked to push the envelope. Okay. In fact, he's responsible for um, Avi Arad, who was involved. I think it was one of the producers on Toby McGuire's Spider Man. Okay, right, yeah. He was um, trying to get a lot of uh, film Marvel films off the ground. Not just Spider-Man. Back when uh, Marvel Studios first, you know, okay. came about, and he wanted George Clooney to play. Oh no, uh, Nick Fury. Oh right. And he was considering it, but this I can't remember his name. That's really annoying. But he, this this guy, uh, one of the decision makers yep. at Marvel, the the guy in charge at the time, he 
uh, decided they would run a story where Nick Fury basically strangles a guy with his own entrails. Ugh. And when George Clooney saw that, he, was he out. pulled out. Yeah. There's also Michelle Pfeiffer um, went to the went to um, Avi Arad's office and said, "Look, my son is a big X Men fan. I can't take him in the comic shops because of the gratuitous violence on the covers." And right. yeah, it. Um, apparently Avi Arad ended up he, he felt like he was um, on damage limitation rather than actually trying to promote right. Marvel films Yeah, a dark time for Marvel big time but mm-hmm. apparently they're also saying the good that's come out of this Marvel had you know their comic books were failing they had to look for revenue elsewhere right. they went to the movie industry Okay. So you could say that Clone Wars are also responsible for us having the MCU. Clone Wars? Oh, you, this well, Disney. We're going on to Star Wars now, are we? <laughs> the, the Clone Saga is responsible for us having the MCU movies. Possibly. I mean, so. the, so Stan Lee was trying to get um, Marvel in on screen for years. Mm. I mean, there was the Spider-Man cartoon, the Marvel cartoons, you know. Yeah. Not just Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was like the, the biggie. And yeah, he, he was trying for years and years and years, and it wasn't until relatively recently, really, that it's taken off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the Avengers film they tried to mm, do in the. Uh, let's not. In, let's in fact. Was it the 70s? Let's, let's not look at any of those films. Let's all agree here that we will never subject ourselves to <laughs> those terrible, terrible films. Okay, I feel I should give some. Um, uh, what's the word? Background, perspective. Perspective, um, context. Yes. Um, blessed geeks, Sean, the hand, and I occasionally have DVD weekends where um, I go to Sean's house for the weekend and we spend the weekend watching DVDs. Um, in the run-up to these weekends, we like to get a few films together and I've been taking note of some good deals on old, old school Marvel films such as Captain America from the 1990s, uh, Doctor Strange, which was never shown in the UK. We haven't seen that For one good yet. reason. I think that was made in the 70s. There's mm. also the Avengers from the 70s. Uh, I've got a, uh, a Captain America double bill, which I think was from the early 80s. Part of me is hoping that it is in the language that's on the DVD case. So that <laughs> I think it's in German. It. <laughs> but my He-Man box set was in German, and that, that is, they're, they're English. I, I hold on to hope. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's uh, why... The hand doesn't. I like to watch good films, I or at least films oh, that have on. a chance you, of being good. You ca- they but can sometimes, be let downs. Sometimes you just need a bad film just to feel. There was one but film we I watched. Don't need an entire evening. For example, for films. there was a film I watched on Discovery, not on Discovery, on um, on Skiffy Channel. Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, and this. There's uh, people, a bunch of kids and a woman, they were trapped in a hospital and um, it was the guy who played Kinsey from Stargate. He was in it as well. I think there were dinosaurs or something. They were running around like little ones in the hospital. And uh, this woman had to break down a brick wall and she used, you know, you get those IV drips. Yeah. She used like the stand for one of them to break down. the. She picked it up, went to whack the wall with it, stopped put it down, took the poster off the wall 
laid the poster <laughs> down flat and then picked up the stand and continued to whack through. She didn't rip the poster down. No. She took it down well, gently. Well, they might have had to do another cut, another scene. That's true. They might yeah. only have had one. I didn't think of that. There you go. But yeah, so she took it down all nice and gently, put it down somewhere nice, and then proceeded to knock the brick wall down. The brick wall, <laughs> load-bearing brick wall in a hospital <laughs> with... I don't know what it was. Some sort of it was lightweight, it's like one of those long walking stick yeah, things. The metal yeah. with uh, with four wheels on the yeah. bottom. Yeah, that yeah. If you want an IV, you can walk around and push it around with you. And David wants to watch these movies. Oh yeah. No. Just sometimes Look, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out and pay good good money for them. Incidentally, I just bought Amazing Spider-Man one and two for five pound for the two. Mm, <laughs> I haven't. I wasn't impressed with Amazing One. No. I haven't seen Amazing Two You're because be of the whole electro slash cardiac de- debacle. You're gonna hate Green Goblin. Well, I at least I can say now that I've seen it, and then I can yeah. I can have to go at it with yeah. reason, you know, justifiably. But um, yeah, I you know sometimes you just need a bad film. Just to chill out to. And what do you guys think? Do you think sometimes a, a, a bad film is called for? One that you can just laugh at? Is it okay to have four bad films lined up for one movie night? <laughs> you don't know they're going to be bad. I know they're going to be bad. One was never shown in the UK. That <laughs> does not bode well. One, you can't get in an English box. That does not bode well. This, this is all bad. So, Eddie Who... I, I've, I'm holding out hope. <laughs> I've, I've already lost all hope. Shall we go? Let's go. Okay. Blessed are the geeks, for they will inherit the world. Hello, Blessed Geeks. Welcome to this episode five of the Blessed Geeks podcast. We have a title. I haven't heard this. You one. haven't. Ask, ask me, ask me who the man is. Who the man? No, no, with gusto. Who the man? No, no, like the corkies. Uh, who the man? Uh, go on. Who the man? No, like, who the man? Who the man? Spider Man. What's that got to do with episode five? That's our title. Hooderman! Spider-Man! Five. All of our titles well, so far have yeah, been I thought about play this. on... Spider-Man? Is yeah. that writing it with an S? Oh, no. Write it with a five. Spider-Man! There we go. Five... 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 You're not working on this on your own again. <laughs> Next time we talk. So, um, yeah, so the reason for that is because um, on... When was it? Thursday, no, we went Friday? on Tuesday. Tuesday. Although we're here on the radio yesterday, then it's just getting released on Friday. Just being released on Friday. So strange. Oh, knows? we went to see Spider-Man: Homecoming, and oh man, well, we're going to um, pop over to the review corner of Solitude later on to discuss that. But wow, it was wow, it, it was good. Okay, um, before we get too excited, should we nerd splurge? Let's nerd splurge. Let's nerd splurge.
Spider-Man's parents worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. In one instance, they worked with Agent 10. Any guesses who that was? Oh! Agent 10, yeah, we, yes. That was Wolverine. That Wolverine. Wolverine. I don't know what happened Project there. X. Wolverine. <laughs> that, maybe that was his uh, spy name. Wolverine. Maybe. But yeah, there you go. Peter's Parker's parents. <laughs> Peter's Parker's yep. parents. Very good. Now, here's um, Spider-Man themed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's widely believed that Steve Ditko created the original design for Spider-Man. Okay. Right. But. As in his costume? Yeah. Got it. But that's only half true. Okay. Right. Steve Ditko created the original design that we're all familiar with, right? But the first ever design for Spider-Man was actually created by Jack Kirby. Now, Kirby's Spider-Man had a half mask, like Captain America's. Right. Not like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. It wasn't half vertically it's half horizontally okay right and uh, he had, instead of having web shooters he had a web gun ah. yeah and uh, the actual costume itself lacked the web design but he still had the little spider thing that's cool yeah oh interesting yeah they i mean i think they, were, they went with the right thing in the end maybe but i think if you go further back in time, you'll find that perhaps Spider-Man wasn't the first Spider-Man at all, and that in the 1950s, the original Spider-Man, what were they called back then? The comics, you mentioned it earlier. Timely comics. Timely comics, I believe it was. They were doing a bit of horror rather than heroes. Heroes were kind of losing their way a bit. And uh, the, the Spider was a general household spider that had been doused in radioactive rays uh, and it became intelligent and grew to human proportions. And uh, there's a cover, is something like, will the spider get you? Or who will the spider get next? And it's a Spider-Man-esque thing on a web. Sort of similar to Man Man Bat? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, but they're saying that was really the first Spider-Man. Well, you trumped my... Uh, <laughs> it linked my, nicely. It did. We could have planned it. We didn't. We certainly didn't. We didn't. <laughs> None of this is planned. We, we do not plan. No. No, it's a surprise to everyone, Matt. Uh, now, Steve Ditko's Spider-Man costume. Okay, when you think of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah? What colour? Blue and red. Okay. Now, Spider uh, Steve Ditko's Spider-Man costume was originally black and red. Ooh. And it had blue highlights. By the time John Romita Sr. took over as the artist due to printing problems, right, yep. the costume became blue and red, it maintained the black webbing, and the underarm webbing yeah. was gone. Oh, yeah. is that where the underarm webbing disappeared to then? Just, just, just went. Oh. It came back later. Because they had uh, printing problems with the Hulk as well, didn't they? They did. He was, uh, he was grey. He was grey. And then they made him green. Yeah. There's also another thing. There were certain words they couldn't say. Yes. Because sometimes the letters would run together and make other words. Looks like swear <laughs> words. Yes, I'm aware of this. Spoiler alert: Spider-Man's radioactive sperm ultimately kills Mary Jane. Just gonna leave you with that. And on that happy note, <laughs> that's the end of Nerd Splurge. Okie dokie, now uh, no messing about, straight to the news. (laughs) 
there's another reboot coming because we love a reboot. Love um, reboot. Who needs originality? Yeah, yeah. Who um, needs it? No, exactly. Just keep rerunning uh, yeah, the same old stuff. More of them. Um, again, take this one with a pinch of salt as well because there's, there's not much going on uh, with it just yet, just rumours. But Willy Wonka uh, looks like we're getting prequels, um, perhaps starring Ryan Gosling. As Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's off the back of La La Land then. I imagine so. Um, whether or not it actually happened or it's just rumour, who knows. But I didn't go to see the last Willy Wonka. It looked mm. awful. Please be rumour. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need prequels to, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Great Glass Elevator, it's done. We don't need yep. prequels. We don't need to know how he got the factory. And the Yumpa Lumpers. The you know, I'm sure that these days political correctness wouldn't let that story be told anyway. Yeah. Um, no, we don't need a reboot. No, Definitely we do not. not. Or prequels, for that matter. Um, update on Venom. Yay! Whoa! It's been so long. I know. Uh, the Venom film is going to be directed by Ruben Fleischer, or Fleischer, who directed Zombieland. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting choice. Good film. I love Zombieland. Good. Yeah. I bought that for you. Yeah, it's a good, good, good buy. Good. Shame you can't do that for our movie nights. There's a new series of The Preacher started on Amazon. I wanted to say this a couple of weeks ago. I kept forgetting. So now we're three episodes in. (laughs) Have you Uh, watched them? I haven't watched them, no. Uh, We'll watch them. We'll probably do a a review of some sort. We'll do a binge. Yeah, some, some stage. So, yeah, check that out. I think they're releasing one episode a week currently. Hmm. That, that's, uh, yeah, I think they are. Yeah, they're not doing the nice thing. How many are they doing, do you know? The last one was about 20-odd episodes, wasn't it? Was 20? it 20? I thought so. Maybe not. It was in the teens. 15? Yeah, okay. It was in the teens, at least. Uh, I, uh, I don't know whether you could be bothered. No, I don't... I, I'd I'd like to I'd like to watch it, but I don't like getting oh, you don't so far through. Fed. And yeah, yeah. I, I just want to I just want to watch them all. Yeah. Um, now Todd McFarlane has been working on an R-rated version, uh, an R-rated script to reboot Spawn. Ooh. You remember Spawn? I remember Spawn. Okay. Um, into the cinematic domain. The only problem is that any studios who show an interest. In this, he sends them the, a rough first draft yeah. of the script, um, but they are told very quickly that Todd himself will write, produce, and direct the film right. himself. Now, seeing as Todd McFarlane and I love Spawn, I love mm-hmm. you know that whole you know image comics and everything, um, but seeing as he has zero experience as a film director. Unless he's willing to move a little and let someone else direct yeah. uh, and and produce, let's be honest, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. He's, he's set that up to fail almost. Bit Pretty too much. much. I mean, th- these days, it, it, uh, he's, he's saying that it will um, rather than... It will be less superhero-y and focus a little bit more on the supernatural and things. Right. Which is fine. But even so... He's 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 combating against Marvel and DC. He, he needs and some, Fox. 
looks people who know what they're doing yeah, behind it. He need, yeah, he needs he needs a director with credits. He needs a producer who knows how to get get the machine running. He can he can write it and then have someone else come in and sort of tidy it up for the cinema. You know, because yeah. writing a, a script is different to write, uh, writing a film script is different to writing a comic script. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to bear in mind exactly what is possible. I know, I know uh, with digital effects these days, more and more is possible, but there are still boundaries mm. and it's important to get the beats right and things like that. So yeah. hopefully, um, I'd love to see Spawn rebooted. I really would, but I don't think it's going to happen at the moment. Fair dues. Right, we know that there are a couple of untitled MCU movies floating around out there. Um, so I think they added two extra films to the uh, to the roast Ralphster that they the, the, what Ralphster Ruta Ruta not Ruta Ruta uh, to the schedule okay. that they uh, put out there for us when they first announced these films. Obviously, Inhumans has been dropped. Um, and, oh, for the series. Uh, no, no, for yeah, yeah. There's a series now instead of a movie, um, and there were two uh, untitled films added. So put July fifth, two thousand and nineteen, in your calendar, David, because Spider-Man: Homecoming two, okay, has uh, been announced. Spider-Man comes back. <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming. What do you again. think they're going to call it? I have. I. You know what I think, and this may go through what I might mention during the review as well. Okay. I think it's Sinister Six. I don't think so. I, I think I think it's gonna be a more positive one because you know, because of the, the angle they're going for. Right. And I've heard someone else say this. Um I think it'll just be friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Oh okay. That would be I mean, that just makes me smile. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, you really want the um, and that will be out prior to the second Avengers Infinity War. Okay, so it's coming between. Yes. So. Well, we know Spidey's not going to die in Infinity War. I, I suppose. I mean, they could always prequel it, I guess. But no, I doubt they will. No. Um, Continuity, I think. Yeah, so, so there you go. Um, Unless he goes, he gets like knocked out and he's in a coma and Spidey 2 is him sort of trying to get out of this coma. I, I, I feel like you've had an idea for this before involving <laughs> Doctor Strange uh, helping him out. Okay, my idea is that Spider-Man is in a coma and this sort of fills in the blank for, we don't need an origin story, we've, we've had that, we're familiar with that. Anyone who's not familiar with Spider-Man's origin story can pick up a comic or a cartoon or watch one of the several films yeah. that came before it and see the origin story but this is an origin story with a twist because peter is in a coma and dr strange is trying to guide him out of the coma and peter is presented with two options he can either relive the death of uncle ben and then he'll wake up from the coma or he can prevent uncle ben's death and he dies himself that puts this is just my idea. Yeah, yeah. It puts a new a new twist on it because not only is he reliving the death, but he's letting it happen for a second time. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's 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 my uh, that's what I would you know consider. 
Definitely, and it brings you know it, it also brings Doctor Strange into um, a Spider-Man film as opposed to the big multi, yeah, yeah, uh, multi crossover thing extravaganza that Infinity War is going to be. Yeah, very looking forward to that. That's all my news. That's your news. That's my news, and that's the news. Now we're going to head over to the um, the review corner of solitude i was going to say solitary confinement oh no 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 no. you wouldn't be able to it's solitary it's very good should we tell people to stop listening now if you haven't seen it already um oh okay um okay from this moment on there will be spoilers because we're heading over to the review corner of solitude to talk about uh what uh, i think is um Arguably the the greatest film of the year so far, possibly for stop. Do we need to say any more? Well, I feel I want to counter that a little. Um, It's not the greatest film, full stop. (laughs) And it's not the greatest... No, I mean, of the year, full stop. Oh, uh, well, it's not the greatest film of the year, full stop either, I'm afraid, for me. It's great film though. Did you watch my Captain America? No, no, that wouldn't feature. Um, from Logan, it I I I loved Logan. Mm. I enjoyed Logan very much. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it a lot, but I, they're two different ends of the scale. Logan yep. was our rated genius, and um, Spider Man is just fun on a stick it is very fun it's i i think it's more fun than any of the previous spider-mans we've had it's more fun than i mean the, the mcu films are do tend to be fun i mean the first thor film was, was yeah. quite a lot of fun but this is just i mean it, it, it's energy all the time from the 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 moment it starts you know where you've got um peter parker you've got the um the link back to uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. where Peter's filming his home video on his mobile phone, and it it was, you know, you're 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 there with him. So it it connects perfectly to Civil War. You're seeing it from his point of view, without it being a uh, a, a point of view film. Um, you're you're in the action, and you're seeing things like things that c- come over his head out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, you you see that happen, and it's just it's brilliant. Well, it was, it was a really good move as well because everyone loved that Spider Man in Civil War, and what it does right at the beginning of the film is it says, "Yep, yeah, we're, we're this is the Spider Man we're bringing you. Remember him." It may, it makes you remember all that stuff that you really enjoyed from Civil War, and it just gets the film off to that solid start immediately, rather than having to try and build people up again to expect something it's just instantly this is where we left off yeah so this is where we're going to continue i mean the the, the film actually begins um pre-civil war doesn't it because it does. um it's it's the um the fallout from age of ultron was it age of ultron uh it's the full no it's before age of ultron it's, it's avengers assemble yeah so that's where we first meet tombs aka who becomes vulture um and then yeah what what um i just want need to say what struck me i don't know if you noticed it but with um all the time that we we see tony stark with peter parker for mm-hmm. that 
that lead up home movie thing and they're recalling the message to Aunt May. Oh, the whole Heroes um, Registration Act has already happened. That's why he's gone to Spider-Man, he's gone to Peter Parker, because he needs him to help yep. fight the others. He Tony doesn't seem bothered. He's there having fun. He's enjoying himself. He smiles and laughter and joy, and he doesn't seem at all but, bothered by the fact that he's up against Captain America. You're right, but he does put on a front depending on who he's around. I mean, if he's trying to recruit a kid as well and trying to get him, you know, encouraged, ready to go and stuff like that, he's going to be giving it the bravado. But and... at no point did I did I think he's, he's bothered. I mean, it, yeah. when he was talking to Happy... There was there was no point. There was a nonchalance. Yeah, it was, it was just like just business is is almost like he's excited. Yeah, that's true about it. Yeah, good spot. I didn't spot that at all. Actually, Thank you. Um, yeah. So then it um, it moves on and um, they, they explain how Vulture gets his powers. Well, essentially, what happens is. Tombs is part of uh, the clean-up operation of all these aliens uh, battling New York. Well, it's the it's the heroes, isn't it? it they 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 clean up the 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 mess, the destruction that's left when the heroes and the baddies have gone. Well, yeah, well that's what he's contracted to yeah. do. But Tony Stark, once again, getting involved in the creation of uh, the main villain because that's what Tony Stark does <laughs> um he gets together um oh what the 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 clean up damage control um with the government it seems like and they put tombs out of business because they take over cleaning up so to you know that's tombs livelihood mm. so that's why he um becomes bad which is Interesting in itself because for once we don't have a Spider-Man baddie who is the part of an experiment gone wrong yeah. or self-mutilation. Yeah, he's he's just you know he's being he's being put out of business and he needs to provide for his family. Mm. So it's a it's, he's not a, a you know inherently bad character as such. There's a reason behind it, which is. Do you think we might see uh, an updated version of? Falcon's wings using Tomb's technology because I, I I sort of expected um, that Vulture's wings Tomb's wings would be um, like um, based on Falcon's maybe, yeah. maybe a prototype of Falcon's yeah. wings do you think they could go the other way? Possibly I think I think it would have been a really nice link if they were related in some way because mm. they're so similar. Yeah. Um, it seems daft not to have done that. I don't know whether you were slightly disappointed uh, to find out that it was. I wasn't disappointed. I I, I like I don't like to predict. Yeah. I don't like my predictions to be right too much. Yeah. Though my prediction that they would use the Spider-Man theme tune, down, <laughs> da, down, that was on the button. Someone was very, very happy in the cinema. I was bouncing Popcorn in my seat. nearly went everywhere. <laughs> and that was just the theme that, tune. That was right at the beginning of the film. I was face palming. Um, <laughs> the guy next to me didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wanted to change seats. Oh, um, brilliant. 
No, I, da, 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 wow, wow. I, I, I don't think they will link them. Um, I don't think Falcon needs an upgrade to his wings. I, okay. I, I think even against Thanos and the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. I honestly, I don't know that he's going to play that bigger part. He'll be in the films, mm. but I don't think they're all going to get upgrades. Uh, they don't because if well, they do, it's going to bug me because then it's like they know they're about to go up against I, Thanos. Iron Man gets an upgrade every five minutes. That's Tony Stark though. Spider-Man looks like he's going to get an upgrade. I've got a feeling he's going to be wearing mm. that suit that we saw. Yeah, possibly. Or even another version. Yeah. Um, Cap. Well, they mentioned when they new were transferring, shield. when they're transferring the stuff, that he's got a new shield. Thor's got his belt. Yeah. <laughs> Thor's magic belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I've got a feeling that we're going to see a lot. But... Does Cap need... I mean, are they going to go back to the triangle of the shield, do you reckon? I'm not aware that he got a new shield in the comics. I, I think... I, mean, I don't read a lot It of might Cap, have just but... been a drop-in thing because Captain America's not even with them at the moment. He's no. an enemy, really. Yeah. So I think it was just... But the fact that Tony has spent money and invested in a new shield for him sort of does make you think oh hang on a minute and didn't Tony was it Tony that wrote Cap the message or did Cap write Tony the message in the end of Civil War I can't remember the message. one of them sent the other a message saying look if you if you want to sort things out if, you know get let me know or if you, if you ever need if you I ever need me. I think I think it was Cap sent the message to Tony I don't um, know and then but yeah so now Tony's if he has created a shield for for Cap, then that's you know we'll, we'll, building bridges. We'll we'll see. We we we'll see what happens there. Um, but back back to this film. How far did you get in your? Uh, this is what's happened. So I think we we know why Tombs is bad now. Yep. Um, and then I'll be honest with you. I was I was very excited. I I haven't actually written anything about what happened. Just <laughs> just points. Um, um, yeah. So uh, we mentioned how Tombs got his powers. Yeah. Uh, and we've mentioned how uh, the pre Civil War stuff. Okay. So um, and then it, it's really you you're following Peter, and it's all about him wanting he's hungry to do more for the avengers um but yeah kind of get the feeling that he's not wanted he's surplus to requirements now uh happy hogan isn't picking up the phone to him uh he can't get through to tony stark at all um and despite all this he still ends up sacrificing parts of his school life to go be spider-man fighting small bit criminals when there's perhaps no need to so he's already getting that balance between being uh, being a, a kid and uh, and being a hero wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's good practice. Yeah. Because there's no point going out fighting baddies when the Avengers call if you haven't been. And this is it. And this is all he wants to do. He wants he wants to be that hero. He wants mm. he wants to get the big call ups. Um, he 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 comes across as an immature because he starts to use his suit for the wrong reasons at one point he's nearly getting it out at a party to try and show everyone that he's uh, spider-man's friend he's going to have spider-man show up and um and talk 
you know, say he knows Peter and stuff like that. And he decides against that and ends up going away to... Uh, it wasn't so much that he decided against it. As he, that his he, attention he saw, was taken. Yeah, things yeah. happening and he felt he needed to go and investigate. Yes. Which he did. He does. Uh, which is his first interaction, I believe, with... The vulture, ultimately. I think his first interaction was at the wasn't that at the uh, at the bank. That was with Vulture's henchmen. Yeah, and the weapons. And the weapons. Was the vulture? I don't think the vulture was at that other thing. And he came along later because they they were to, uh, dragging him along by his webbing. Yeah. Trying to get away. That's that's <laughs> his, his eyes going. Off. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is where a lot of the humor from the film uh, comes from. Uh, Spidey trying to be. Spider-Man and not being very um oh what's what's the word it's like some yeah it's like someone who can't dance trying to dance um he's a bit clumsy uh with trying to keep keep hold of these criminals they're driving away in a van he's getting dragged all over the place this was after he acted into the suit was it or was it before? no no this is all before oh, that okay. um and yeah so he's getting dragged all over the place <laughs> One brilliant point. Some of the humour in in the film is fantastic. He goes to shoot off his uh, his web shooters to grab a building to traverse quickly, and he's in the middle of a field. So, <laughs> so the web obviously doesn't grab onto anything, and you just see him dashing across <laughs> this running field. a long a wide shot of yeah. him just running. Like, brilliant, yeah. superb. Um, and then ultimately, I th- I, th- I think the uh, the vulture does go after him in because they call him. Up. Yeah, the the, uh, the henchman phone him up and he comes because uh, Spidey's on the rooftop, isn't he? And he jumps yeah. off the rooftop to land on the back on top of the truck, and that's when Vulture picks him up. Yeah, and uh, he he nearly drowns him, and he uh, and then Tony Stark comes to the rescue as Iron Man. <laughs> But he's not in the suit because <laughs> Iron Man doesn't have to wear his suits that can move magically without any any mechanics inside of them. But it's fine. It, I didn't sigh audibly in the cinema when that happened. Uh, and David didn't laugh. And everyone else <laughs> sitting around us thinking, what's going on? What did we miss? Um, yeah. And basically, um... he, tell, he tells uh, Peter he's a very naughty boy. Um, you know, he shouldn't be chasing down criminals. He should be... Be should be being the friendly neighbourhood Spider Man, not trying to track down and find trouble. Yeah, I think he he sort of wanted him to concentrate more on small bit of crime yeah. rather than uh, anything that could kill him. And also, I I got the impression that there was a little bit almost not regret, but Tony Stark is very aware that the kid is a kid. He is like fifteen in this film, and he doesn't want him to be going after the baddest of the bad. Yeah. He doesn't want him to be dropping out of school. That's not why he got him involved. No. Um, he wants him to, well, you know, it's kind of, as you said, that he might perhaps fill in that fatherly figure role uh-huh. that uh, Uncle Ben left. We're going to come to that. Um, so, okay, I won't go on. But uh, <laughs> essentially, that that does feel like he, he's trying to do that. He... Um, yeah, he doesn't necessarily want him to go out there fighting crime, although he's right. left him the suit, it appears. But that, again, he just wants him to learn how to use it and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, Spidey wants to do an awful lot more. 
Um, like we'll try not to do a play-by-play account of the entire film. Okay. Just because um, we're going to try to keep this one under an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I do still have more things I'd like to uh, discuss yep. with the film. Okay, you carry on. Okay, so anyway, he gets told not to chase down the bad guys. Ultimately, Spider-Man ignores him. He wants to find the source for these weapons, these alien weapons and stuff. And he goes after... Um, after uh, the bad guys again and essentially this this ferry that they're on ends up getting split into loads of people put at risk iron man once again has to come to the rescue um and at that point that's when he takes the suit off of peter uh because he thinks that peter's being irresponsible with it he's angry at peter peter's caused this situation and he says uh, he takes the suit off of him and that's where uh peter parker's saying without this suit i'm nothing and tony stark says if you're nothing without the suit then you, you don't deserve to wear it yeah you don't deserve you don't deserve the suit then you don't deserve the suit so he ta- he's, uh, so he takes the suit off peter and then peter ends up long story short fighting vulture in his normal suit his old uh, baggy jogging mm. bottoms and balaclava and things and he beats him and proves his worth to tony uh by saving the day and saving happy hogan's career and saving the world and um tombs ends up in prison now throughout the uh the film we are introduced to several other characters and you mentioned about the sinister six yeah now during the film we are introduced obviously we're introduced um baddie wise we're introduced to the vulture we're introduced to Shocker, two versions of Shocker, one of whom is still alive. Yeah. Um, we're introduced to Scorpion, mm-hmm. and we're introduced to the Tinkerer. Yep. He's the guy who was yep. making the stuff. Now, my my issue, um, first of all, is I'm not convinced about the weapon they've given Shocker, because my, to my mind, the Shocker always had. They were like wrist blasters, yeah. and they fired concussive air blasts. I'm okay with the the punching power thing, but that's not really shocker, as we call him puncher, or mm. something. And it's basically an engineering version of Iron Fist. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, why would he need to wear the yellow duvet? The, the pin cushion. Yeah, the pin cushion was, costume. So was that to protect the character in the comics? I thought so. I mean, I always saw that as in like insulation and his his wrist blast. I used to think his wrist blast shot electricity. Right. And that was to insulate him against... Well, him. that's what it felt like they were shooting in this... Yeah, but he was punching things, wasn't he? He, he was, but I, I felt like it was electrical. Certainly the effect looked electrical that it pushed things mm. away. So... Maybe it was a close range anti gravitational thing. Yeah, something like that. Because they've got a gun that's uh, yeah. anti gravitational. Maybe. But I, I just felt it, it seemed a bit Iron Fist to me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're in, so we're introduced to those. So I'm guessing in the next film we're going to see Scorpion. I, I would. Th- I, I really, this is why I think there's a Sinister Six coming. It feels like we've got a lot of the characters. I don't know if we can introduced. have a Sinister Six without Doc Ock. He didn't lead every version of Sinister yeah. Six. But he led most. Yeah. Um, we also haven't had Sandman, and I don't think Tinkerer was ever in the Sinister Six. No, I, um, 
there are still characters missing, but I mean so, they introduced three in this film. Maybe they'll introduce more in the next one and then have a Sinister Six to round it off as the I I just know and you will know when you watch Amazing Spider Man two mm. that Sony are so keen to do a Sinister Six film, which is part of the reason why I think they want to get it done. Well maybe that's why they're introducing Venom into their own thing and yeah. they're hoping to do a deal to say, look, we can we can fast track some of the characters in our universe and then do yeah. a crossover. But I don't think Marvel will go for that because they'll have no control over over the Sony's own films that are coming before, you know, the sinis- the the proposed yeah. potential Sinister True. Six film. Um, there is one character you missed from uh, your list there. Okay, not a, not necessarily a baddie. Prowler? Was Prowler there? Prowler was there. Uh, Aaron Davis, uh, Donald Glover's character, by the by the car, uh, Spidey gets him stuck to okay. the car. And, uh, was that Prowler? That was Prowler. I didn't even... I didn't either. I, I was looked up the cast. And, right, okay. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, he was playing Aaron Davis, Googled Aaron Davis, the Prowler. Okay, because I, you know, a lot of the time I, I went in there thinking I'm going to look for, because Spidey is the one that I know more than yeah, any other yeah. character. I'm going to look out for Easter eggs. I totally didn't look out. No, the only Easter eggs I saw were the ones that were like, oh, okay, I didn't, you know, I didn't need to think about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so possible so, team up in future there. Yeah, possibly. That would be cool, especially after the way that he introduced himself. Yeah. With the inter- and the fact that he says, to him you've never done this before this is true you know what that that whole that scene it had its funny moments it does highlight one of the biggest issues for me with this film what? I the thing I really liked about Civil War is that Spider-Man was this capable agile uh-huh. um, you know superhero but he was juvenile in his character uh, which led to all of his quips you know he's he's overcoming the falcon and mm-hmm. uh the winter soldier and he's like oh cool you got a metal arm and stuff <laughs> like that he's just really excitable yeah in this film he's not so capable physically he seems to be a bit uncoordinated too it's like they've tried to put too much humor into his movements and stuff and you don't have that contrast between the kid uh talking and this capable hero. Right. I I understand what you're saying. I very much disagree. Um, the, the reason I disagree is because in a civil war, he's, he's with his heroes. Yeah. All of them. He's fighting his hero. But because he know, I think he knows they're all goodies and he's, he doesn't really know why he's there. Tony's just recruited him to, to help, you know, sort out this problem. So... You know he's he's hanging with his heroes. He's, yeah. he's going to be a bit quippy. He's going to, you know, oh well, you know, it's it's just you know, it's like me watching the but, film. It's just oh yeah yeah yeah, you know, it's just exciting. Whereas this thing with um, the interrogation scene that you're talking about and and with this film in general, the stakes are very real. He's mm. trying to find this guy and. Let's be honest, the Vulture, this this version of the Vulture looks a lot scarier than anyone he fought yeah. in Civil War. And he knew that everyone he was fighting in Civil War 
wasn't they were the Avengers. Yeah, they weren't going to. I mean, as far as he was concerned, Tony could have told him, "Look, this is your audition to be an Avenger." Yeah, you know, I I still felt that feel that as a viewer, I had the expectation that I'd be getting, you know, even quips Mm. at that standard. The writing for his quips and stuff in this film, while he was fighting, not at the same level for me. I I. I understand. I agree, but I think for me, I think if they had been, if he had been more quippy, it wouldn't have landed for me. Okay. It would have been. Um, we're doing a Spider-Man film. He's got to be quippy. Well, I like the fact he's fifteen. Yeah. He's fighting the Vulture. You know, he's fighting his anti-gravity. This is the first time he's fought a supervillain. You know. He need he needs to he's out of his depth. He needs to build up experience, especially when he's just wearing he's wearing jogging bottoms and a balaclava, Sean. You know. Yeah, but hold on against the vulture, yes. Yeah. But I'm when I mentioned this, I'm on about uh, Danny Glover's character, who's just a guy by his car. I he's trying to get answers. I I like it. I mean, he um when when he left. When he left him, he thanked him. Yeah, I he know. thanked him he, for the advice. Don't get me wrong. It it was funny. The the scene works and everything. I'm I'm just saying that it it feels like a slightly um like they're trying to push more humor on you than like a less clever humor than what we got in Civil War. I I don't think so. I I mean the fact that he come in as you know as. <laughs> a spider-man and he had his little drone flying around and he was doing interrogation mode yeah Yeah. and and the guy was just like what that's not your voice you know it's just it just yes it is it it just worked for me it it was it was right you know and at the end of the day we can't you know we can't we can't agree on everything but for me it worked. It just landed right there and then. Cool. Um, now, what I would like to say on uh, this, on the note of, you know, um, the uh, while we're talking about interrogation mode and things. Yeah. Now, I just want to talk about the costume for a second because it seems like a combination between Steve Ditko and John Romita Sr.'s versions in that it's... As I said before, you know, um, the only difference was that um, Steve Ditko's had the web webbing under the arms and John Romita Sr.'s was blue instead of black. They seem to have put the two together for this film, which I love. I love. But there's a couple of things that I should not like about it. And the things that I should not like about it are all down to Tony Stark's influence. Yes. Um, the costume has a parachute built into it, right? Yeah. It has drones. The spider emblem on his chest is a drone. Yeah. Okay. It has a self-drying mechanism, <laughs> right? <laughs> and possibly worst of all, uh, oh, he also has different varieties of web. Now, I know Spider-Man has always had different like web variations. He's got normal webbing and impact webbing. Um, he's never. I've never known him to have taser webbing. No, I've never, you know, uh, there's th- things like that. I'm not sure about. I like it, but I'm not sure about. And 
possibly worst of all, Suit Lady. <laughs> Karen. Karen. Um, no, this should not work. I, sh- I should have come out of that cinema hating the film because yep. of all of these things. Yep. But honestly, the way that the MCU has built up and the, the way the story has moved forward, it's perfect. It is. It is on the button. There is there is no... I mean, it, it's not the Spider-Man I've grown up with in terms of, um, you know, technology. But it is the Spider-Man that I love, you yeah. know, and it just works. I, I, I also wrote here, I should hate the suit. <laughs> I love the suit. <laughs> Um, I I had the same feeling, and you know it's it's a brave choice, but it's a stroke of genius because we have very recently had two Spider-Man franchises, mm. both very similar, yeah. um, and they needed to do something different, and they've done. There's a lot of you know it's still Peter Parker, he's still in school, and all of this. They're revisiting a lot of the things we've already seen, but they are doing them very differently yeah uh, the suit being one of the things uh, which is fantastic it shouldn't work it shouldn't work I, I wanted to be even watching it i wanted to be irritated but i liked karen and it's the fact <laughs> that peter parker's being a teenage boy with karen as yeah. well i mean at one point you know we get i get sick of P, uh, spider-man always taking off his mask in this film there's a scene with him in his bedroom just with the mask on talking <laughs> to karen it's brilliant it's exactly what you would do if you're a teenage boy yeah. So, no, it really works. Um, and on that note as well, you know, the whole school thing, it, it feels quite laborious in the other films. They just want to get past it. Mm. In this film, they're using it to explain, you know, it's no normal school. It's a school for smart kids, it yeah. sounds like. And it kind of explains or it makes it realistic that Peter's able to do these things. And the other characters around him are also smart kids. Yeah. And, you know, you've not got him up against this flash jock or jock, flash the jock. It's just Flash Thompson. It's just the the sort of cool kid of the geeks. Yeah, I mean that 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 is something that I didn't notice so much until you said. But when you said it, did start to bother me. He's not really Flash Thompson. No, he's, he's not. But it still works in it, what they've it done. It does work. I'm just, but that that is you know is what I'm hoping that he becomes a bit more big headed for yeah. the next one yeah. and and a bit more in love with himself. I, I just for anyone else who it really bothers if you go see the film, let me put you out of your misery because I could not place this guy's face and David loves this film. Um, but the guy um, is Tony. Oh, I always pick names I can't pronounce. <laughs> Tony Revolori. He Ravioli. He is uh, the uh, kid from the Grand Budapest Hotel. I hate that. It was film. driving me bonkers. I recognised his face and I could not place it for the life. That was of me. Flash. That was Flash. Oh man, he looks totally different. He, he doesn't know. That's what was bugging me. It's like <laughs> I know your face, but you've played a different character, and I can't place That's you. That's a terrible film, though. It's a, no, it's quite good. It's quite good. It's quite good. It was. It was one of our movie night films. <laughs> it was. Um, it was my choice. <laughs> yes, it was. We actually went out and bought it. It was all right on on the DVD weekend. I, I quite liked it. No, not really. Yeah, it was all right. I've seen it again since. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like three hours. It's like it's, not it's like an hour's film stretched out to three yeah, hours. He's stretched out. The pace is off. Big time. But it's it's a good film. Something else, um, well, something that did sort of confuse me. Now, 
with um, Tony Stark's costume, the eyes move. And we're okay with that. We haven't really had Tony that. Stark Spider-Man costume. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Tony Stark Spider-Man costume. We we don't need that explaining. There are various ideas. Some people say it's to do with spider sense. Some people say it's just depicting his emotions. Yeah. We haven't um, witnessed spider sense, so far as I'm aware. Okay, anyway, we'll come to that in a second. And you know, there there are different things. You know, maybe it's to do with um, helping him to see opens up in dark areas and you know closes up a little bit in lighter areas to keep you know so he doesn't get blinded by light. But that's all okay. That's fine. I don't understand how the eyes move on his balaclava suit. Yeah. That that does. You know that 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 was something that I th- that sort of made me think. Hang on a minute, that that it took it took away for me the novelty of the um, Tony Stark Spider-Man yes. suit because it was like okay, why why how how is that even it, possible? It almost makes it Peter Parker's yeah. invention, and you don't want it to be. It no. it doesn't work from what we know of him it and it really does work from tony stark's point of absolutely view. so i guess you just have to believe that tony stark gave him eyes for his rubbishy mask <laughs> no he didn't know i know he didn't um michelle michelle instead of mary jane yeah how do we feel about that I'm fine with it. It did confuse me. That's why I asked. She's David, still MJ. I asked David earlier. It's Mary Jane, isn't it? When I gave a Mary Jane fact earlier, because of that. Yeah. Um. Y- yeah. Um. I don't care. <laughs> to be I, honest, I, I, I wouldn't mind if it was Mich- if it was Michelle something else. Yeah. But the fact that she's saying my name's Michelle, my friends call me MJ. Yeah. Is that well? Uh, what? Why? You know, I mean, if you don't want to put MJ into it at all, her surname is going to be something beginning with a J. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't want to put MJ into the entire franchise, I would rather that rather than have someone come in with a different name, filling. You know. Yeah. So, so it's, it's almost like they're just trying to tick a box. Oh, we haven't got an MJ. Oh, um, just have Michelle claim to be a MJ. It just didn't, you know. Another thing that didn't seem right it, to me. I didn't. I didn't. I not not bothered about you know race or hair color or anything like that. She just should have been called call her Mary call Jane. her Mary Jane. Yeah. You know, she yeah. was she was brilliant. She she I've, was a surprise. She's. I mean, she she she's by far um, a brilliant brilliant actress, and I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing what she does with the character i just wish that they'd just call her mary jane yeah i mean it's only in the last like the final scenes that you find out what her name is anyway um but yeah great great character got that character down a lot of, I, I felt that a lot of his friends i quite liked hanging around in those scenes mm. that, that that was cool but she by a long way has the best character oh, that came across the definitely. best i also liked um the little reference to wrestling because obviously we didn't get the origin story, so uh, Spider-Man's wrestling past wasn't hasn't been touched upon in this uh, franchise. I don't suppose it will be, but they uh, they they mentioned it when um, Tombs was commenting on why Shocker calls himself the Shocker. I missed this. 
he said, he, uh, Toom said to him, why do you call yourself the Shocker? This ain't pro wrestling, you know. And because um, he's Irish, and um, yeah, that that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, it was I, just a, li- a little line, and it was just like, you, okay. You were looking out for Easter eggs. No, this is it. <laughs> These Easter Spider Man is embedded into me. So when certain things stop here, sorry, should really bought me a drink first. Mm. When certain things, you know, there are certain things that just make me go, oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, okay, all right. But then there are there are some things that I got so absorbed into the film that just flew by me. Well, um, I was relieved at uh, how little Iron Man with the, like Iron Man's in this story a lot. He's pivotal to it. Mm. But from the trailers, I kind of got the feeling it was going to be Iron Man and Spider Man taking on the Vulture. I'm so pleased that it wasn't. It is almost a, a Spider Man solo movie he finds himself basically spider-man during this film um and also although the scorpion the scorpion although scorpion although scorpion and shocker and the tinkerer are in this film it's not overloaded with their stories essentially you do just have peter parker spider-man the vulture it's they are the main thing so it's it's, and tombs it's not cluttered yeah, Tombs, Vulture. I feel. Well, you I, said Peter Parker, well, Spider Man. I did because I feel like you have, there is more of a. I feel like when you're following Peter Parker, sometimes it's Spider Man, sometimes it's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. When you're following Vulture, you're pretty much following Vulture. Well, I, think. I mean, but you, the fact that you've got his backstory and how why the Vulture, be, why Tombs became the Vulture, surely that you know leads you to see. Yeah. His alter ego as well, in the same light as Peter Parker. He, yeah. He, Tombs isn't a bad guy. No. He's doing what he has to do. He's been let down by the state and by way of Tony Stark. You mean Tony Stark? Tony Stark. Because of every bad guy. Okay, so I've got a couple of questions for you about the future. Have you, is there anything else you want to say? Um... There's one thing in particular, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm afraid it's a negative thing. I struggled with the final battle scene. Okay. So they're fighting on the outside of a plane with all different LEDs going off because it's a camouflage plane. <laughs> you got a giant Spider-Man. I, yeah, you got, that was good, actually. <laughs> I quite like the giant Spider-Man. But it, it just... I couldn't follow what was going on. It was just a mess for me. It, was, there was a, it seemed like a lot of action... But it was just frantic. I couldn't tell who was hitting who. And with all these lights going mm. off, it, I, you might want to be careful if you suffer from epilepsy to watch yeah. this because it was nuts. And I, I it literally, and then it just kind of fizzled out, like the way he captured or Vulture well, almost takes crashed. himself out. Yeah, the plane and then, crashes. And but then he um, he attacks Spidey, um, and. He knocks. Does he knock Spidey out? Not, not quite. He somehow. Um, he doesn't incapacitate him exactly, but uh, essentially, he's then trying to get away with a weapons crate or whatever. Yeah. And Spider-Man's saying, "No, that's gonna don't yeah. do that's that. Gonna explode. That's gonna, it's gonna explode. explode. That's right." And then it does. And yeah. why does it explode? It. I mean, that, that, it's the that, radiation thing with from the alien what? technology. Oh no, I understand that the alien technology explodes. When come when it's radiated, yeah, like that's how the uh, explosion happened at the airport. Yeah, um, 
But where was the radiation coming from to cause it to explode? Because they were on a beach. I'm guessing it was just the fact that they had crashed uh, heat radiation. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, it can't be from his suit because his suit is powered by these things. Yeah. So, I'm not really. I don't really understand where that radiation came from. Probably have to watch it. Maybe had a phone in his pocket. My head. But you, you didn't have a problem with the. Well, other than that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, other than I mean that that did occur to me, but not not to the point that it was going to spoil the uh, the film or anything. It it was. um, I no. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that he didn't die because a lot of superhero films you end up with the baddies dying at the end all the time. Yeah, that's a really good point. We now have, once again, hopefully, a reoccurring bad guy. Oh, yes. Because Loki's done a very good job of being a reoccurring <laughs> bad guy. I wouldn't put him quite up there with Loki, but I agree. It's annoying just getting yeah. through all of these. I mean, these. there are so many brilliant baddies. To kill them off after yeah. one film is just a shame. Yeah. Some of them... So kill some of them off, but that I mean, they killed off Shocker Mark One. Oh my goodness! For a moment, I thought that was it for Shocker. I was, I was, <laughs> I was pretty angry. It's like, oh no, you can't just do that to the cat. But it's all right. They resolved I thought it. this was the anti gravity gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it was good. Okay, so is, is there anything else? I, I I'll leave it there. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, a couple of things I want to I want to ask you. First of all. Um, throughout the film, Peter ejects spent web cartridges and leaves them on the floor. Mm, Do you think that's going to lead to anything? Um, it probably won't, but it ought to. Well, one of the things, the one of the ways uh, we got introduced to Mysterio was when he was pretending to be Spider-Man. <gasps> oh, you should write in. <laughs> no, that would be good. Well, I was thinking, what if Mysterio... Yeah. As his alter ego. So, somehow yeah. he's he's been hard done by by the Avengers or Spider Man, whatever. He finds one of these web cartridges, backward engineers the um the webbing. Yeah. Uh can't quite get it right because Spider Man's formula disappears after two yeah. hours. I think one of the ways that they um found out Mysterio wasn't the real Spider Man was the fact that his uh webbing hadn't dissolved after right. two hours it was still there yeah so he can't quite there's an ingredient he can't quite you know um yeah. determine and and so he replaces it with something else which is similar but it doesn't have the two hour time limit yeah. so his webbing remains maybe that's a way in for that Mysterio. that would be cool if he comes across and they introduce him that way and you could also have a story about why you shouldn't litter Absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, you know, or there could be another another baddie who maybe Doc Hock, uh, who finds finds his cartridges and finds traces of DNA on them and traces it back to Peter Parker and finds out Peter Parker's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It could be um Doc Connor who becomes the lizard. He he finds it and recognises the fluid as you know the ingredients being um, part of I the su- school lab um, chemicals that have been going missing. You're going to say you have to. He's an integral character. But I don't think we're going to be meeting Doc Connor again. I think we will. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if within the five film uh, contract yeah. we will see him as the lizard. Yeah. 
did you spot the... Now, I'm not saying it's, you know, they've gone the way of Fox and just don't care anymore. Mm. But did you pick up on a slight continuity issue right at the... Well, near the beginning of the film. Uh, it had me scratching my head a little. What? The, is this the, the bit before the theme tune? Um, it, it, uh, before the mold. It might be just after that. Um, well, no, I didn't spot okay. any continuity. Issue. The um, it feels like this film occurs either in twenty twenty, or the events of the Avengers Assemble happened in um, two thousand and nine, rather than two thousand and twelve, because it said eight years later or eight years earlier when it was explaining. Eight years earlier was when Tombs was uh, cleaning up. The invasion stuff, yeah. which happened in 2012. Okay. Where are we now? 2017. And that perplexed me so <laughs> You do like your P words, don't you? Yes. Um, let me think. Eight years earlier. So if the Avengers happened in... May, when was the Avengers filmed? Well, I don't know, but the fact is it, it was, came if out it was in filmed, 2012. If it was filmed in 2010, it would only be a year out. But uh, No, you, they, they know when they released the you're film. You're right, you're right. So, Are you sure it came out in 2012? I know the film came out in 2012. I am trying very hard to remember whether it definitely said eight years earlier. But it I'm was sure eight years it was. earlier. Well, there you go, yeah, no. It's eight all... years earlier, um, which would mean... Yeah... You should write in. Yeah, well, too late now. They've buzzed it up. They might as well just let it all go. They might as well go the way of Fox. Go the way of Fox. (laughs) Maybe Spider-Man 2 will be four years earlier. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Um, Anything else? Um, No. I think, did we discuss where we think it's uh, going to go? Uh, I, I've already said Sinister Six and Prowler yeah, yeah, team we, up. So. Yeah, um, there, there is uh, something else I uh, I want to put to you. Okay. Now, as we've already mentioned, we have, um, and I think it's a good thing, really, uh, long long term, it, that we've missed out on the big emotional turn of um, having Uncle Ben yes. die because we've skipped the whole origin story, which we Woo-hoo. all know inside out. But do you think in order for us, for this Spider-Man to have that emotional hit that, that the audience does need? You know, we know it's happened. We, we take for granted it's happened. Yeah. But for it to have any effect, we sort of need to experience it. Do you think that they will have someone else take that hit? Now, the two characters I've come up with as possibles... Okay, you tell me what you think. Well, all I was going to do was remind you in the last episode that I mentioned this, because I and I thought that um, uh, his friend Ned uh, was being built up... You did, yes, to but, be, uh, but Ned Leeds becomes Hobgoblin. Well, not necessarily. Um, I, 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 I think, think somebody has to take that fall, mm-hmm. and, I mean, it, it, it's Ned or Iron Man. Well, one possible is Tony, yep. because he has been um, integral in creating this version of Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, I think I know who you're going to say. 
the other option, who do you think? Is it a relative? No. Oh, okay, I don't know who you're going to say. The other option is the potentially the greater father figure in some respects of uh, this film, Happy Hogan. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that might be. Because at the end of that film, all the way through it, Happy is not very happy no. to be around him. But at the end, he's saying he's a good kid. Yeah. You know, and and we're seeing, and he's really appreciative of Spidey or Peter for saving his career and the world and everything that we've already mentioned. Yeah. Um, by stopping Vulture and you know saving all of the stuff that was in Avengers. Yeah. HQ. So Avengers Tower wasn't it at that time? Um, it sort of leaves the door open for Spidey to get into trouble. Or Peter to get into trouble. I'm sorry for keep saying Peter or Spidey, but it is important because if he's not in his, as far as I'm concerned, you do have two characters. Yes. Um, so yeah, so either Peter or Spider-Man gets into trouble. Happy Hogan rescues him and sacrifices. You know, he gets killed as a result. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the whole. Um, now that you've said it, yeah. he is a character that is set to be taken out. He's not so big that it's going to ruin any massive storylines. But he's but big he's enough been, to be He's felt. been in a few films now, and people will be getting attached. Mm. Um, and especially, yeah, if he's looking out for Spider-Man now, yeah. and it would have to be Spider-Man's fault, of course. Absolutely. I mean, even if it's not technically his fault, you know, if he just happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time for the right reasons, say he's, yeah. he's um, rescuing someone else or he's just fought off a baddie and then another baddie has turned around and gone to zap him or yeah. something and then Happy Hogan runs in the in the way of the zap. Yeah. Um, it's not Spidey's fault, but he's going to feel like it is. They, they, they could go down that route then. But personally, I think it would be a cop-out and they need to get rid of Tony Stark while he's in one of his suits. <laughs> How many suits did they get rid of in Iron Man 3? Just, it, it bugs me to no end. I, I think, I, I really like Tony Stark. Um, I, I, see, the th- what worries me is if they get rid of him, what are they going to replace him with? Yep. He is their main... He's their Wolverine. Pretty much, yeah. But it's a case of, are they going to introduce the the, the new version of Iron Man, which is a girl? Um, I don't see why they would have to. You've got plenty of other characters there. I, I, I don't think they should reinvent any of the characters they've already introduced. Okay. So they should just carry on without Iron Man. Who's going to be the, 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 the money... I don't know. They'll have to start making some good films elsewhere. I think Guardians has a way to go. No, I mean within the Avengers. Oh, their, their money pit for Bill. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like Marvel's money pit. No. Um. Ah, uh, the government. I don't know. I haven't thought. See, it that we've far already through. lost. Look. We've we've lost Nick Fury. Can we? Do we? Do we want to lose any more of the big players? Have we lost Nick Fury though? Well, he's technically dead. He's not dead. Is he? Did he die? No, they faked his death. They faked his death. He he went off to. So he's coming back. Do you reckon? Yes. 
in this next one. Within this phase, he'll be back for at least one of the uh, to end this phase infinity. and kick off the next one. Maybe he's maybe he's been working on um, Ms. Marvel. Perhaps that would or any film that's upcoming. Basically, I don't no, think but I mean like the, the the character. Oh, I don't has know been... the origin. So. Okay, and neither do I. Sorry, I'm keeping that one open because. Yeah, I, I, I want to see, I want to see it on the screen. I can't. Okay. I can't. Yeah, I haven't yeah. got time to read every origin. Well, you we could be in other Guardians of the Galaxy because you left that one open. I did, and that was a good film. I did. So, who knows? Yeah, but it's not that I've, I I hate Tony Stark. I as I keep saying, I loved Iron Man, and he's very good in. So if he didn't have him, any more standalone, if he didn't have any more um, independent individual, I just films. feel that he's the biggest hit if someone's going. To die. I don't want to see a bit a side also, character. But that is because he will be the the biggest loss. Yes. And there's so much riding on you know that character, and Robert Downey Jr. You know there's so much riding on him. I think he's probably the biggest draw of the entire franchise. He is. But I think it would be worth it. Do you? Really? Yes, because I think it's good for... You can only kill him once. I know you can, and hopefully that's all they would do. But I I think it's... As that's in, all they could do, well, sure. No, it's not, because they'll, they find ways around this stuff sometimes. In comics. But I, I think it gives, you, it gives you what you need for a Spider-Man film. It gives you what you need for a Captain America film. It gives... You know, everyone will have their own feelings about what's happened if that character goes. And if he's not going to be in any standalones anymore, then I don't really want to see him in too many. I can't just keep coming back for the big films. I think that'll be like no, he'll, he'll, out. Still, he'll still be in like you know the likes of Spider Man and I. I just feel it might be worth making that sacrifice for a hard hit, um, because if really if they do it, uh, Captain America will be a hard hit as well. Don't get me wrong, but with some characters, if they do it. If it's just one of their sidekicks, mm. it doesn't have the same thing. I wasn't happy when War Machine got um, paralysed because it's like, well, it's not one of our main characters. It's you know, it's like you want me to feel for someone. But, but okay, if if Tony Stark had died, if Iron Man had died at the end of Assemble, mm. oh. we would never have had. A lot of what we have now. Yeah, I know. I, I realise that. But we've, we've now got that. I'm not saying they should have killed him ages ago. I just feel that we're at a point where maybe that's how we can well, move forward. Maybe they'll kill him off um, to mark the end of Kevin Feige's tenure. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't think... I, I, I wouldn't be very happy about it. Because, personally, I don't... I, I, I like all the characters. Yeah. I don't really want any of them to die. That's what It'd be like happen. if they killed off Loki. I'd be like, no, what yeah. are you doing? So, in closing, um, you need to see Spider-Man Homecoming, really. It, it's a really good film. You will not be disappointed. I think everyone I know has already seen it. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, I guess maybe I don't know you. Um, that, just just go out and watch it. Seriously, it's, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Anything to add? Nope. Okay, so that's the review corner of Solitude all done. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch via Twitter at 
blessed underscore geeks. You can follow us on Instagram. Blessed geeks. You can find us. Uh, we've got a page on the Facebook. Blessed geeks. <laughs> I think it's fb.me forward slash blessed geeks. And we have a website. Blessedgeeks.uk. No co. No co. No co. Blessedgeeks.uk. That's the one. And um, we are uh, on Podbean and we are also on iTunes. Um, if you listen to this, please, 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 please leave us a review. Um, we do want to hear your feedback, um, positive and negative, as long as it's constructive. All of the ifs. Thank you. Ta. See ya. Bye. Gonna be fly.